welcome back to another episode of That's My Jam. My name is Emma. And I'm Addie. And today we are discussing Disney movies instead of jam. So, I don't think it's any big surprise that we are Disney fans. I feel like there's some people that are like fans of Disney movies, but then like if they had like, here's my top 10 movies of all time, they wouldn't have Disney movies like in there. But I feel like Disney movies are so much a part of just like movies in general for me that especially if you count like marvel and star wars as disney yeah because they are now but it's like where do you there is no divide yeah it's just disney <laughs> disney everything all the time and growing up that was like disney movies was basically like what i watched yeah because we weren't really big on like shrek like I, I watched shrek more like with you than i ever did when i was a kid mm-hmm. and we've seen it like twice <laughs> yes <laughs> disney um, was definitely the biggest like yeah that and random, like, 80s movies for me. <laughs> like, The Goonies and, and Princess Bride and things like that. But yeah, Disney was, like, such a big part of childhood that, like, you know, if someone did ask me, like, what's your favorite top ten movies, all of that would be based on nostalgia. And so, like, four of them, probably, at least four, it's probably five or six, <laughs> would be, like, Disney movies. Yeah. Especially if you do count, like, Star Wars as part of that. So we're talking about animated films. Yes. Like, just the classic, like... Disney animated movies. Yeah. Because we had to narrow it down somehow. <laughs> yeah. Disney's such a broad category. Um, and we are not talking about Pixar movies this round. Um, because, spoiler alert, that's next week's episode. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, we know you were dying to know. Yeah. On the edge of your seat. Yeah. How do they feel about Pixar movies? <laughs> but yeah. So, what was, as a kid, what was your most watched Disney movies? I went through, like, really distinct phases Mm. of, like, this is my favorite movie right now and I'm going to watch it every day until I'm sick of it and then I'm going to move to something else. Because I know I had, like, a Mulan phase. Mm. I had a... And I don't know if it was a hunchback phase, but I just remember being very obsessed with Esmeralda. Oh, yeah. As a kid. And Meg. But I don't really know how much I actually watched Hercules. I was obsessed with Jane. From Tarzan, but I don't know how much I watched Tarzan. We clearly had very similar childhoods. Yes. But in <laughs> All terms of, these of are like, very the most iconic thing was iconic. I don't know why I called it iconic. But like something that my parents bring up a lot ah. when I was a kid yeah. was that I think I, it was like two and I would watch Cinderella like almost every day, <laughs> which meant my dad watched Cinderella almost <laughs> every day for like a year. And that was just my movie. And still is. <laughs> still my favorite movie. So I think that was probably the biggest. But, mm-hmm. like, in I was also obsessed with, like, Jasmine. Oh, yeah. I think the princesses in general I, like, really, really liked. And then I liked specific, like, female characters from, like, other ones. But mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know how much I liked the movie as a whole. But I think Cinderella basically would define my childhood. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Um, similar. I, like, had ones that were my favorite and it rotate. Mm-hmm. Um, I also loved Mulan when Mulan came out. And we watched it all the time. And then Lady and the Tramp for the longest time. Because I, I wanted a Cocker Spaniel dog so bad after seeing that movie. But now as an adult, I'm like, the Scotty Terrier is like... Shock <laughs> yes. is just... He's the best. Um, also, trusty with his old reliable stuff. Yes. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, so I loved um, Lady and the Tramp. And then... I, the Little Mermaid, because um, I just loved her song and I liked singing her song. Mm-hmm. Also, mermaids. I really wanted to be a mermaid because I really liked swimming and I was like, this is perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Career goals. But, like, yeah. But um, the one that is my favorite and that my parents also 
tell the story I have all the time is I would love to watch Beauty and the Beast because Belle is amazing. Yes. And she liked reading, which I like, and she thought Gaston was stupid, and I thought Gaston was stupid, <laughs> and um, she doesn't, like, wait to be rescued, she, mm-hmm. like, tells the Beast, you know, you're being mean, stop it, and there's, like, that opening sequence where she's, like, singing on the way to town, and I used to, when I was probably, like, two, three, or four, however old, um, I'd, well, I'd put on a blue dress if I had one, or just any fancy dress that I thought would be appropriate, oh, yeah. and then got a basket, and I used to, like, reenact that walk <laughs> with her and sing it um and then I would make them rewind it so I could do it again <laughs> so um yeah and I still know most of those lyrics did not have to practice that they're in the deep dark memory banks Me of my brain um so yeah uh, beating the beast is probably my favorite from way back when mm-hmm. but yeah but I also think um I did end up watching a lot of movies because, like, I mean, I had my younger brother who's, like, around the same age and my older brothers. So we w- I would have to, like, negotiate. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if I get to watch, you know, Cinderella, then you get to watch Hercules next time. And so we had to, like, do that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But I also love Meg, but I didn't really care so much about, like, what Hercules was going through. I was like, right. what else? Like, Meg's cool. She's sassy. I'm here for it. And then, uh, so we had to find, like, movies that we both could yeah. enjoy. But, I mean, my brother liked Beauty and the Beast. He thought you know, Lumiere and Coffee River funny. Mm-hmm. And and the mice are hilarious in Cinderella. So, like, we'd watch Cinderella a lot. But, yeah, like, Mulan was a good, like, middle ground that mm-hmm. we both loved it. And things like Robin Hood and um, The Great Mouse Detective, Oliver and Company. But, yeah, Beauty and the Beast was mine. I enjoyed Beauty and the Beast. I think that was another one that we didn't own and we would borrow it. Mm. So I didn't see it as much as some of the other princess ones, I think. But... I think, if I remember correctly, I think the beast scared me when I was little. He is very scary. Like, towards the beginning. Yeah. Um, He's grouchy. (laughs) Yeah. And just, like, when he's, like, slashing things. Yeah. And it's clear that Lumiere and Cogsworth and Miss Potts are all scared of him. And I was like, these are supposed to be your friends, man. Exactly. Sort of. I guess they're technically servants, which is a different issue. (laughs) But... Like, why would you keep being his servant after you've been turned into something because of something he did? Yeah, I feel like that's a valid reason. I've been turned into an inanimate object because you didn't let someone into the castle. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Being the beast, though. Yeah. Cogsworth is... Cogsworth, I think now especially, like, Mm -hmm. he's my favorite. When I was little, I thought he was stuffy and boring and Lumiere was so much cooler. And then rewatching it, I'm like, Cogsworth knows what's up. Yes. His whole, like, monologue about, like... You know, the tour of the castle. It's like, yes. <laughs> if it's not Baroque, don't fix it. <laughs> yes. That's so good. I love um, him. Yeah. I think in terms of like the old ones, I watched Bambi a fair amount mm. because my grandma had like clamshell VHSs of like Snow White, Cinderella, Bambi, and Dumbo. And so those were kind of like ones that I associated like when we went to visit them, I would watch those ones. And I do remember watching Bambi a fair amount, but then I had gone like... 15 years without watching Bambi, and I watched it, like, two years ago, and I was like, this is... Like, I thought it had more of a plot. Oh, yeah. It really doesn't. No. And it just makes you want to, like, protect the environment. Mm. Yeah, it was a lot different, I think, than I had remembered it. And then Dumbo, as you know, was, like, a cursed film for me. I refused <laughs> to watch it, because it's too sad. It is. That was my younger brother's... One of his favorites was Dumbo. Mm. So we used to watch it a fair amount. But it is so sad. I think it's also the fact that, like, he's so cute. Yeah. Like, 
I never really want to watch sad, like, sad animated movies specifically. That often, but even less so if, like, the main character is, like, really cute. Because mm-hmm. that makes it even more sad. And he's, like, I mean, he's a baby. Like, he can't talk. Like, he can't advocate for himself. Mm-hmm. He's still little and he needs to, like, be protected. Yeah. From people who are bullying him. Adult elephant women who are bullying him <laughs> for having big ears, which is, like, you all have big ears. Let's be <laughs> honest, you're elephants. But... <laughs> But then, and then, like, he doesn't, like, his mom gets taken away. And yeah. then it's like, no one is protecting him. Because there's no one left to. <laughs> I like to say It's a ignorant. good movie, but, I like, like to say ignorant about it, and then just ride the ride at Disneyland and be like, Dumbo's cute. It is cute, but it's also, it gets pretty dark. Which I think a lot of the older ones do yeah. do that. Like, um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. It's pretty cute, but there's also, like, the... It's like, it's like two separate movies. It is. Because <laughs> you have all the scenes, it's, like, so dark. And then you have a scene of, like, her cleaning with all the animals. Yeah. And they're so cute. Yeah. And everything's bright and cheery. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait, she's trying to kill her. Yeah. And now she's a creepy old witch lady. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, She went Whoa. through a terrifying spell process. Yeah, when she, like, grabs her throat and then her hair turns white. Yeah. It's so disturbing. <laughs> it's so creepy. Like, um, the, the shriek of fright part was yeah. like, oh, I hated it. I but I like, love the turtle crawling up the stairs. He never makes it to the top. I know, and then I? he has to go back down. It's so sad. <laughs> it's cute, though, because he's so proud of himself. It's like... And Sisyphus then... pushing the rock. <laughs> <laughs> He's never gonna get there. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was cute, but clearly. He's never gonna reach his goal. And then goal. when the little squirrels, or chipmunks, I don't know, are like pushing all the dust under the rug. Yeah. Like, and the mouse gets so mad. Well, because the mouse gets mad first. Yeah. Yes. Classic. Yeah. It's, it's good. <laughs> But Pinocchio is another older one that that's super okay, dark. You know what's yeah, and it's weird is when I was little, I think I liked Pinocchio mainly because I was obsessed with the Blue Fairy. Oh yeah. And then as I got older and I watched it, I was like, I really don't like. There's parts of it that I really like, like Jiminy Cricket is iconic. Yes. The Blue Fairy is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like the I feel like the beginning of the movies. And I love all the clocks. That was my favorite part. Like, when they're, like, with all the clocks going off. And then he's, like, Jiminy Cricket's just trying to find a place to chill for the night. Yeah. Finds a little matchbox. I know. And then he's gonna go dance with... He doesn't want to dance with the people who are dancing. But they, yeah. he gets caught up in it. And it's... And yeah. I love, like, Cleo. Cleo's so cute. Yeah. yeah. But then I feel like I wasn't scared by whales when I was little. Oh, I see. And so then as I've gotten older, I was like, Monstro's disgusting. <laughs> Pleasure Island. What is that? That... Okay. I, that went right over my head when I was a kid, and now I'm like, I don't want to hear that ever again, even though I just brought it up. <laughs> yeah, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for that. Um, but no, you know, I, re- I remember watch, watching that, like, with Lampwick? Is that his name? The redhead kid who smokes cigars. Oh, God, I don't know. I think his name's Lampwick. Lamp is definitely involved. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but, like, I don't know, I just remember being, like, really, like, they're doing so many things they're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. They're smoking and drinking adult beverages. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, this is, like, a lot. And then, like, he gets locked up in Stromboli's caravan mm-hmm. with, like, the, well, he's got the birds on the end of his nose because he keeps lying. But, like, he's in a bird cage, and that's super dark. And, and all the kids getting turned into donkeys. Yeah, that's traumatizing. That's so disturbing. And that's all the ride is at Disney. Yes. <laughs> Um, oh, we were just talking about Pinocchio because we realized your husband and I had seen the same live-action Pinocchio that came out oh in the God. early 2000s or the late 90s. I don't know. I think he said he only saw it, like, once. And then I was like, same. I think I saw it on the TV, like, 
half of it or something. But there's a horrifying scene where, because it's live action, so it's a real boy, and he turns into a donkey in like a weird Willy Wonka tunnel situation that's like, it's frightening. And like, we were watching the trailer because it's like, oh yeah, I've seen this movie. And that happened. I was like, I had flashbacks. I was like, oh my God, I've seen this movie and it terrified me. (laughs) Yes. I think Snow White and Pinocchio, um, I'm more likely to rewatch Snow White. I think because there is the cute scenes. Yeah. Um, And a lot of Pinocchio is just like too sad. And he's making poor decisions and he's not listening to his conscience. Like, <laughs> no, no, he's not. Come on, Pinocchio. Speaking um, of other like creepy, like things that creep us out, mm. the freaking Queen of Hearts. <laughs> still, still, <laughs> because I also was creeped out by Ursula for a while, which now I regret because she's iconic and so overdramatic, and I love her. But as a kid and now, there's something about the Queen of Hearts, and it's annoying because I do really like Alice in Wonderland, but. She, her, I think it's just her face gets so red, <laughs> and I've had at least two nightmares about her when I was like, I don't know, like eight or nine or something, mm-hmm. and I just, like, I hate her now. But I feel like that kind of ruins the Alice in Wonderland experience for me. And even, like, the ride at Disneyland, which is so cute. I love that ride. But I'm like, look out, <laughs> she's coming! She's gonna be at the end, and she's it's around, gonna be awful! She's around the corner right now! <laughs> and so that always disturbed me. She was very scary. Were you ever, like, scared by any of, like, the classic villains? Um, I don't think I was scared of any villain in particular. But I do remember we had to turn off the Black Cauldron because I was so worried they were going to kill this pig. And I thought they did until (laughs) until we watched it, like, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Because I just remember there being an axe. Like and hovering they're like over chasing the after it. They're chasing, and I remember there was like a like a stone wall with shadows on it, like as just like an image that stuck with me. And then when we were watching the movie. I was like, neither of these images happened. Like the ones that I remembered in my mm. brain did not appear on screen the way Little that way. Henwen. Henwen. <laughs> Henwen yeah. is safe. And when we watched it, I was like, okay, this is this is all right. But yeah, that the Black Cauldron is the only one we. It's had still to very off. dark. Yeah. Like oh, you know what? There is one that scared me in The Little Mermaid, the very beginning. She's exploring the shipwreck, and that shark comes along. It's got a Jaws thing where it's just kind of like, you know, he's there, like this passing shadow. And it's so unexpected, too, because doesn't that movie start off with the sister singing, and then they realize she's not there? Yeah. It starts off so, like, cute, and everything's bright and bubbly, and then it's like, oh, where is she? And then I get all invested in where she's at, and then it's like, plot twist, here's a shark. And it's like Flounder's so anxious to get out of there. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I really liked Flounder. I thought he was really cute and just cuddly looking. And I was like, this is cool. Um, and now as an adult, I'm like, Flounder's a little bit annoying. Yeah. <laughs> He's very much a worry wart. But now, definitely appreciating Sebastian a whole lot more. Yes. Him and Scuttle. Him and Scuttle. Scuttle was always funny, but Scuttle's, like, ridiculous as an adult. And I'm like, he's But yeah, no, I agree, especially, like, about Sebastian in particular. Yeah. I was like, I think I thought he was fun when I was a kid. But I was like, he's he's so much funnier now as an Mm -hmm. adult. Because he gets so quickly fed up with Ariel (laughs) so many times. And I just... And if you... If you think about it, he's just the music director. 
Yep. He was never assigned to be, like, her baby's... Well, he was. But that's not in his job description. He's not, like, you know, the royal nanny. He's literally, like, the composer, conductor, musical director guy. Yes. Poor Sebastian. I know. (laughs) And the whole scene with him and the cook. I do not like that. You don't? No. I thought it was funny when I was a kid. I I, mean, it's scary. I think I was, like, stressed out as a kid watching it because (laughs) he comes so close to death so many times in that scene. And just the way that the chef, like, throws knives around. That's true. Like, that's still, I'm like, Ocean I would people. not want to hang out with it. <laughs> exactly. No, he's, he's like, goofy scary. Yeah. Speaking of things that are weirdly dark, let's talk about Hunchback. We should talk about Hunchback. Uh, There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. I'm just impressed that they saw the Hunchback of Notre Dame novel and was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what this, this needs to be adapted this into? <laughs> this would be a dope kids movie. <laughs> Do it. I feel like that's, that'd be something I would do if I was trying to make, like, a kid's movie. I'd pick some, like, tragic 2,000-page novel. I feel like someone was like, or we could do Les Mis, and they're like, no. <laughs> that's too far. <laughs> We're gonna do Hunchback. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I I remember really liking that movie, mm-hmm. mostly because that was Merelda. Yes. And, and I really like Phoebus, too, because I yeah. had, like, a Phoebus figurine. <laughs> But <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't disturbed by how, like, dark and, like, weird it is. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I was so easily, like, even as a kid, like, I want fun, like, upbeat mm-hmm. movies. And then there's Hunchback, which is none of those things, except for, like, individual tiny bits of scenes. Right. And, the gargoyles, basically. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I thought about it when I was little, but Mm. watching it now, I'm like, how is this a kid's film? (laughs) Yeah. I kind of, I I think it's just the drama of it. Like, he's so dramatic singing about out there, you know, Mm -hmm. like being out there. It's just, it's very much Broadway musical vibes, kind of. Oh yeah, the songs are amazing. Yes. And so I think that was part of it for me. Um, And then just not picking up on some of it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, everything... (laughs) Go right over like, my head. I was always troubled by the um, the end of the Feast of Fools where they throw tomatoes at him. Yes. And then his shirt gets ripped and he's, like, tied down. I, like, I never... That always disturbed me and scared me a bit. And then, like, Frollo... Not even Frollo's Hellfire song. Not really. But the part where she's in the church and he, like, smells her hair... Mm-hmm. Like, even as a kid, I was like, this is weird. Red flags. Stop it. And I didn't know wh- why he was being creepy. But then now as an adult, I'm like, watching Hellfire, I'm like, oh, he's upset because he can't deal with having feelings for yeah. Esmeralda. And I'm like, Which? why? <laughs> I don't know. That seems like a weird plot point for a That's kid's so, movie. Yeah, it's even though strange. it's like, I'm sure it does go over their heads, yeah. the majority. But I'm like, still, why? Why? Yeah. And the whole movie starts out with, like, his, his mom died. Yeah. Yeah. On the fr- And I remember, like... They're about to drown him in a well. Yes! Yeah! And, like... <laughs> Like, the, like, her head, like, hitting the stairs. Yeah! As a kid. And for some reason, I'm like, I love this movie. But now, I'm like, it starts off so dark. Yeah! And then, I don't With all know. the chanting and the... <laughs> and the narration of, like, the Clopin just singing about this tragedy that happened. This woman died, and the baby got kidnapped and put to work by this... What is he? Who? He's a priest, right? Frollo? Frollo. What is he? Judge? He's a judge? He's a judge. But, but also... I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> he's a judge, but also I thought he was a prominent figure in the church. But he's not... You know what? He's so. not. Because he doesn't have any say about 
the oh, bishop. Is he a bishop? The pope? No, nope, he's not a pope. He's the. I just want to preface this. <laughs> I know nothing about uh, religion or history. So. <laughs> um, uh, but the guy who's in charge of the, oh the wait the archdeacon. It says it in the song. Stop! Cried the archdeacon. Oh, he's the archdeacon. Okay, whatever that means. <laughs> But he's, um, but he's the one who's, like, in charge of the church, which is why Frollo can't go in there. Right. But, like, yeah, the rest of it, I mean, there's just so much, like, you know, like, the dancing with the Feast of Fools, and then the, even the one where Quasimodo and Phoebus, they're going into the catacombs, mm-hmm. and then they get found out, you mm-hmm. know, they, they get caught trespassing, and then they're doing the whole song, and they're gonna, like, hang them. Mm-hmm. Even as, I, as a kid, I was just like, oh, they're just scaring them. It's fine. <laughs> like, I was just... <laughs> I was like, they're just, because he was, you know, the, the the song is upbeat. Yeah. And he's like doing his whole puppet thing still. And I'm like, Copen's such a funny guy. I know. Like, this is fine. And it's like, I was not worried at all. I was like, that'd be fine. But like, like watching Classic it, I was like, they Clopin. were actively going to kill them. Yeah, it's a very, <laughs> it's a very strange kids film. And I feel like a lot of the lyrics too, like, I didn't really listen to them as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're so, like, so, most of them are so religious. And then, like, Hellfire, mm-hmm. I don't think I really listened to that as a kid. And that's disturbing. And then I was, I remember I was so obsessed with Esmeralda's song. God Help the Outcasts. And it's so sad. Yeah. And I don't remember thinking that it was sad when I was little. Yeah. But I'm like, even my favorite song was sad. Yeah. Like, the whole movie is just so dark. It's a very good song. It is. Um, yeah, what a What a time. What a time. <laughs> I just want to say that Out There is very, I think it would be very high on, like, my Disney song list. Mm, yeah. Because it ha- it's, like, it literally sounds like a Broadway song. It's so yes. good. I feel like Heaven's Light would also be high on my list, but it is linked to Hellfire. Yeah. So, like, what a vibe change, right? Like, oh, I know. Like, I don't you know can't, why they did yeah. that. Like, Heaven's Light, you could put that on, like, a, a Sleepy Time playlist, mm-hmm. but it's... I don't want to fall asleep to Hellfire. You can... <laughs> no one does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wake up to it either. This is true. Let's discuss a couple that we think are underrated. Yes. Let's. <laughs> Let's. Well, I think, okay, these two are probably the most underrated, I feel. The Rescuers and The Rescuers Down Under. This is true. They are nowhere in the parks. And if you, like, I honestly often forget that they're Disney movies just because, like, they don't ever show up, like, as part of, like, Disney stuff. Yeah. I don't know. And I also, they are a little bit different. Than most Disney movies, I feel like. But they're a good time. They are. I did not like Madame Medusa, though, <laughs> when I was little, except for when she peels off her, like, fake eyelashes. Yes. I love that part. Because That's just very satisfying. satisfying. <laughs> yes. Um, but I remember I weirdly liked Rescues Down Under more. I mean, that's fair. There's a lot more action going on in the, the second one. The second one. And they're in, they're in Australia, which is... That's, like, a more exciting location than, I don't remember where they were before. Somewhere with alligators or crocodiles. Yeah. But I loved, the thing I I loved in the first one is the cat with his little mustache and his Mm -hmm. glasses. And then even rude, the dragonfly who powers their boat. Yes. I love him so much. Yeah, he's great. (laughs) Um, But in the, the Down Under, I always really liked Joanna, the... I don't even know what she is. She's some lizard thing. Oh, yeah. But she just wants to eat a bunch of eggs. Yeah. And I thought that was really funny when I was a kid because she's, like, you know, she's sneaking around trying to get them, like, behind his back. But what about you? What is an underrated Disney movie? 
Well, I think it is getting more popular, but in general, I think Aristocats, because I think Marie's pretty popular right now. Like, mm-hmm. she's on a bunch of stuff, but there's still, like, no one talks about the actual movie. Yeah. It's like with, um, with Bambi, how, like, no one really ever watches Bambi the movie, but they're like, oh, I'll buy a Bambi sweater, because yeah. Bambi's so cute, and, like, Dumbo's so cute. Uh, and Marie's the same thing. It's like, of that movie, it's like, we pulled Marie out, yeah. and she's got her own line of, like, whatever, sweatshirts, mm-hmm. coffee mugs. Um, but the uh, but the Aristocats, yes. Yes. I feel like a lot of, like, kids recently probably haven't seen it, and I don't think it did well. Like, when they made it, I don't think it did well. But aside from some racism, uh, I think it's glorious, because <laughs> it has, I don't know, like, all three, like... Marie, Toulouse, and Berlioz, like, they all have such distinct personalities. It's just, I think, it's just really cute. Like, there's so many cute scenes. And then even, like, the bad guy, like, I remember thinking Edgar was funny. Yeah. And his whole interactions with the two dogs. Yes. Oh my and god. And him hearing the old lady say that she's gonna give all her money to <laughs> her cats. Like, yeah. even he as a villain really isn't, like, a scary villain or anything. And then you got Toulouse, like, painting. Mm-hmm. And then he scratches his chin. <laughs> and then Berlioz playing the piano. Like, yes. it's just, it's so cute. It is. And then Marie's trying to sing and she's <laughs> annoyed with them. I love it. And then you have, what's his name? The, the mouse. Oh. Dang. Oh. Roquefort. There you go. <laughs> He's iconic. Yeah. With his cracker. Oh my god. I used to dip Ritz crackers into, well, cups of milk. Specifically because it looked so good it when he did it. It looks so good. It looks, so, yeah, it's just so good. I love we it. should just someday have an Aristocats viewing party where we eat Ritz crackers and milk. Yes. And then you got Abigail and Amelia. Abigail! Uncle Amelia. Waldo. <laughs> That's iconic. And then they're so trying to good. help O'Malley learn how to swim. Yes. And he doesn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's yeah. just so many good it's scenes good. in that movie. Yeah. And, and, and no the really dogs. About it. It's Napoleon and, mm, I want to say Bonaparte. I know. <laughs> Dang, hold on. I always remember, I always forget the other And then Fru-Fru. Fru-Fru. Lest we forget Fru-Fru with her hat. And she literally Lafayette. knows... Lafayette, that's right. But yes. She knows, like, all the gossip and everything that's going down. Yes. And I just, I love her. There's just so many good little moments in that movie. Oh my god, and then, what's his name? Her friend. The guy with the glasses. Who, up the stairs. Then they do the... The Tararaboomdie guy. Wow, I feel like a sham. I should know. George! George! Yes. It's like, yeah, shall we say George? Yes. <laughs> He's iconic. He is. With his pen mm-hmm. and him, like, trying to piggyback off of Edgar up yes. the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and the suspenders. And the... Yes. Oh, he's great. Yes. He reminds me a little tiny bit of the the guy who plays chess with himself in yes. Pixar shorts. Jerry. Is Jerry. Yes. Jerry and George. So I definitely, th- <laughs> I definitely think that's an underrated one. And then I feel like another underrated one is always Robin Hood. Yeah. Maybe just because there's so many versions of Robin Hood out that's there true. that the Disney one gets sidelined. Yeah. Which I didn't really watch it that much as a kid. I feel like I've started appreciating it more yeah. more recently. It's one of my older brother's favorite movies. And uh, he actually can impersonate the chicken who sits, not the chicken, the, the rooster, the rooster yeah. who sings at the beginning, which is really funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's 
a good one. I always loved the little um, little baby bunny. I thought she was really cute. Yes. Wait for me when she's like falling back. But as an adult, I definitely love Lady Cluck. Oh my god. So much. Um, she is amazing. <laughs> yeah. She. I mean, I loved it when she played football against the guards. That that was always one of my favorite scenes. But. Yeah, just, like, everything about her. Mm-hmm. Her Scottish accent, <laughs> her feistiness, she's cool. Yes. Um, yeah, Robin Hood's a good one. I feel like Robin Hood and Aristocats both borrowed the animation from Snow White, right? Oh. Where they're dancing. I think you're right. Because I think Robin and Marion and then Duchess and O'Malley oh. have the same dance sequence as I think you're right. Snow White with, like, when the dwarves, like, stand on top of each other and then they dance with her around. Mm-hmm. I think that was a thing. I think I also heard one of the animators, I should know his name, um, but he did Robin Hood animation, and I think he did Jungle Book animation. Mm. At least those two, definitely much more. But he was known for doing, like, the head jiggle. It's Mm. really hard to animate, and he was, like, that was his, like, signature thing. So it's in, like, a bunch of Mm. Disney movies, like, where, I think it's, um, I'm trying to picture a specific character doing it. I think Blue... Maybe not. Maybe Little John, because mm. Little John and Blue are the same voice actor, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So I think it was Little John, but he does, like, a, a head jiggle. Um, I think Blue does it when he's dressed up. Oh, you're right! Yeah. So both of them did it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, like, that was one of the things, too. But, yeah. Another underrated one is Sword in the Stone. Yes! Thank that you. one is never anywhere. You can't really find a Sword in the Stone t shirt as far as I know. No. If you know, listeners, yeah. hit us up. What I wouldn't do for an Archimedes <laughs> oh, t shirt. Oh my god. An Archimedes sweater? He is yes. amazing. He is everything he's I so, want to be when I grow up. Yes. <laughs> he's so easily bothered by everything. <laughs> and Merlin, his beard is its own character. Yes. And how he throws it over his shoulder like a scarf <laughs> is amazing. That's how I behave with my hair. <laughs> I have used it as a scarf before. <laughs> around my neck. <laughs> and it gets like stuck in his suitcase. It yep. gets stuck in the door. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. I love um, him. Higgins Figgins. Yes. Oh, that Prestidigitonia. Whole, yes, that whole sequence. And the sugar bowl. And the to and fro. Stop and go. Yes. That's what makes the world he's go He's like around. a fish with glasses and a mustache. And he's a squirrel with glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mustache. It's so good. It really um, is. Yeah. The only downside for me is Madame Mam creeps me out. <laughs> like, she still creeps me out. The way she, like, moves. She kind of moves around, like, Tweedledee and Tweedledum a little bit. Oh, I see. And, I don't know, there's something about her. She's very... She's too peppy uh, for me. I always thought she was very unpredictable. Yeah. Like, like she turns into that pretty lady, and mm-hmm. she's singing, and that's when she meets him as a bird. Yeah. And then she's being all nice to him, but it's slightly, like, you know it's kind of scary. And yeah. And then... And then she just turns into something else, and she's, like, big and mean and scary. And, yeah, she was just constantly changing, and her mood was changing, I think, more than other villains. Because, like, Jafar is always, like, put together, and most of the time. And, like, he's got this quieter voice and this presence, but he doesn't switch as easily. And she's back and forth and everywhere. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah. I think this is going in a more of a newer movie, but I feel like the Goofy movie doesn't get talked about a lot. It doesn't. Um, it's a good time. It is. Yeah, I love that. Soundtrack is amazing. Yes, I loved like Larry's Possum Park when I was a kid. Mm, yes, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Um, but Hi Dad Soup mm-hmm. is so heartwarming and cute. Yes. And then, I mean, Bigfoot, that's such a random. I know. I part always of forget. Yes, yeah. in there. And then I'm watching it. I'm like, all oh, right. 
the Bigfoot part yes. is a thing. But yeah, that's a movie mm-hmm. that I appreciate. And I think with the same vibe is Oliver and Company. Yeah. Just like a good soundtrack. It's a bop of a movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, same with the Goofy movie. They're both bops. And it's it's good. Um, I would also say that Emperor's New Groove is underrated. Mm. Like, it's around, but yeah. I feel like it isn't appreciated enough. That's another one that I, I forget it's Disney. Like, with the Rescuers, kind of. Mm. Like, I, I'm just like, right, it's a Disney movie. I just, because I, I honestly don't think they've, they've never done anything like it. Like, it. like yeah. the humor. <laughs> it, like, it's so funny and so different than anything else they've so done. So quotable. Yes. Probably the most quotable for me. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. Like, out of most of these movies. But, I mean, there's just so many good characters in that. Yeah. Love it. I I mentioned it earlier, but it's underrated, is The Great Mouse Detective. I dig it. (laughs) It's a good movie. It's Basil of Baker Street. (laughs) It's good. Um, And I loved the whole scene in the toy shop where the bat, uh, it's not Fig. It's fidget. Fidget. And I always picture um, Radigan yelling at the fidget. He gets so mad. Radigan, I think, scared me as a kid because at the end, he goes kind of crazy. Like, he gets, like, he hulks out a bit. And I was like, this is, I was not prepared for this. Yeah. And he's gonna, yeah, that's, that was a little bit scary. Uh, but I love the scene in the toy shop is what I was, sorry, that's what I was trying to say before I got sidetracked by Fidget's name. <laughs> With Fidget, um, and they're in the toy shop, and then there's, like, there's, like, the little ballerina music box thing, and there's, like, a different music box or something, and then there's, like, the baby cradle, and, and then he, like, that's where he snatches her, mm-hmm. but there's just, like, yeah, that toy shop is so creepy, and I liked it a lot. Um, and Toby, with his, yes. he's just a cute little dog, just doing his best. <laughs> um, yeah. I think we should talk about some of our faves. Yes, we should continue on with our favorites. I would like to talk about Sleeping Beauty. Let's. <laughs> I wish. Sleeping Beauty always makes me wish that they still, like, drew things. Yeah. Because it, like, I'm glad it's, like, it definitely stands out for its animation, but I kind of wish they did do more of that style because everything's so, like, long and angular. Yeah. And it just looks different than all the other ones. But there's just something that's, like, so classy about that movie. And Maleficent is amazing. Yeah. And her minions are so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> that's still just... She's the most... You'd think she'd be the most capable villain. Yeah. Of them all. Just based on, like, style. Well, and she would be if she ever did anything herself. Yeah, that's true. She's a very lazy villain. <laughs> but she... Yeah, like, her minions are so incompetent. Yeah. All they want to do is have a rave around the fire. And, yeah, like... What the they whole... do when they're free time is none of her business (laughs) but yeah but like the line where like he's like at every cradle and she's like what cradle (laughs) yeah it's really funny yeah um she turned into a dragon she has freaking prince philip yes was like the og like cute prince Mm -hmm. and samson was like such an iconic horse yes he was and the three fairies, mm-hmm. I love them. The mm-hmm. whole baking the cake thing, the yes. whole dress with the... That's because it's on you, dear, situation. <laughs> and yeah. how annoyed Meriwether is with yes. everything. When she's all talking about, like, she wants to turn into a fettle hop toad. Yes. And she does the little bounce. Yeah, Like, when she says hop toad. Yeah. We 
That's my mom's favorite movie is Sleeping Beauty. And we used to quote that, the hop toad line, all the time. Uh, it's, it's a good And one. you got skunks. Skunks! Lest we forget, they even made the freaking kings have amazing characters. Yeah. And <laughs> a weird friendship, and yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. And they, they sword fight. They get, yes. they get drunk and they sword fight with each other, and they're just, they're good times. Yeah, Philip was probably the first prince, I would argue, who had a personality. Yes. In addition to being animated and very like, well. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, vocalizes for himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's the 15th century, father. Yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't um. your daughter like my Philip? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with my Philip? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he definitely, he has a personality and he has, like, well... I don't know if he has that much of a character outside of Aurora still, but, like, he has more of, like, a... He makes decisions for himself, and he's not just there, like, when he needs to, like, as a plot point. Mm -hmm. It's like, like, I feel like he has, like, a little... He has a purpose of his own, you know? Yeah, like, Snow White's prince, we know nothing about him. He was riding past the castle, heard her singing, and was like, yeah, I like you. And she's like, (laughs) okay, let's get married. And, like, Cinderella's prince, it's like, he never talks, really. No. And... He has a couple lines. He's very blandly animated. And he, yeah. Well, yeah, okay, so Snow White's prince, or as you and I call him, Prince Potato. Yes. He's very much Where is his jaw? (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, he's, yeah, Prince Potato, like, shows up at the beginning, shows up at the end. And then Cinderella's prince, he just sends the duke off to go get his job done. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you think you're in love with someone, you should probably go find them yourself. <laughs> yeah. After they've run away from he, you. Know, it's so weird, too, because the king has so much more personality yeah, than the prince. That's true. I love the king. Yeah. Like, <laughs> jumping on his bed with his sword, like... Just a boy meeting a girl! <laughs> under the right conditions! <laughs> yeah, so I love him, but his son... Yeah. Personality leaves all to be desired. I mean, I think he maybe gets one in the third, the time one. Yeah, right? the third one. Yeah, that's we a recently. little too late though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all he really does then is like he jumps out of a window. He's sassy because he jumped out of a window instead of going down the stairs or something. But yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't really have a personality. And Prince Philip. Has a bit more of a personality. You know, he likes riding the countryside with Samson. He talks to his horse. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, it is interesting. I think, like, as time's gone on, like, the princess movies, like, the princes have had more character. Yeah. Because, like, Prince Eric, yeah, I feel like is kind of on the border of, like, mm-hmm. he's still not there as much as, like, Flynn Rider or something. Right. Where he's doing his own thing. But he still, like, disagrees and agrees with things. Like, yeah. he's not just, like, a passive, like... I'm here to be the prince. Yeah, kind he's of situation. Still, he's still a little bit dumb though, because he's like oh, does yeah. not recognize but, I mean, Ariel. <laughs> Ariel's dumb too, so <laughs> they kind of belong together. Yeah. But I love. I don't know. Like, I mean, he's attractive. Oh yeah, and I like that he's a dog. Oh yeah, like, Max. He has some good qualities. Max I feel like even though he's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> Max is his redeeming feature. <laughs> Max and doesn't he play some musical instrument? Oh, the the pipes and he has like that weird flowy cloaky cape he does have a cape yeah and he like walks along the okay yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) i mean i mean i mostly i i liked him because he had the dog um but yeah prince philip he just sings with her in the forest Mm -hmm. has a dance break in the middle of his horse riding he's just like let's have a cute song together in the woods because you you used to be dancing with an owl who stole my clothes (laughs) (laughs) i love that too that's great the freaking owl, and he's like so. The owl's like so impressed with himself. Yeah. He's wearing his cape and <laughs> his hat. And he's just like, oh yeah, I got this together, so you can have someone to dance yes. with, which is so sweet. I, I love mean. it. Yeah. Um. And the bunnies stole his shoes, mm-hmm. and then yeah, 
Um, I feel like Aladdin, first of all, the movie's named after him, so this is not a princess movie. Mm-hmm. Jasmine happens to be in it, but it is mostly about him. So, of course, Aladdin has, he might, I would say, maybe be one of the first that has, like, the most personality. Because even Beauty yeah. and the Beast, like, Beast, we don't know who he is as a human. Yeah. Really. Like, we, we... We just know his big mistake he made. <laughs> <laughs> he made a big mistake. And then he's it very... defines him. <laughs> he's very grouchy and grumpy, and then he changes, and that's good. And then, like, he's feeding the birds, so he's, you know, he's kind at heart, and we know this. But we don't know, like, anything else about him, really. And then he, in the end, he turns into, like, a a ginger Fabio. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was expecting more. And he does it, and we don't get to, like, you know, hang out with him after the after the fact. No. It's like, well, they're happy now. And I'm like, this is good. But also, yeah, we don't know anything about him, really. But we do get to see his growth. So yeah. that's nice. Um, and then Aladdin, yeah, the movie's about him. And we get to see his character and his growth. Mm-hmm. And then um, Hercules is... I guess he's not even technically a friend. Well, uh, he's... I feel like it's kind of like a Mulan... Not a Mulan. Like a Pocahontas situation. Oh, yeah. It's like you could probably be called... He is like the son of the king of the gods. Yeah. So probably that's a prince. Um, and Pocahontas is daughter of the chief. So she counts as a princess. Mulan, though, is not royalty and does not marry royalty, so I question whether... I honestly think they should just rebrand as Disney heroines, because... Yeah, I agree. Because then you can include Meg, um, and you can include Esmeralda. You know what's always weirdly included is Alice. Yeah! Which I don't understand Alice is not a princess. Move her over to... Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, in Kingdom Hearts, the video game, I think she's counted as one of the seven princesses of hearts so or something. weird. Yeah, and I'm like, she's not a princess, so no. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they should rebrand as heroines and then have Alice, Esmeralda, Meg, Mulan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, from there. Um, I agree. But yes. But Mulan, though, what a good movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. So good. That would be, if we're making a list, that would definitely be in my top five. For wow. Sure. Yeah. I definitely think it'd be my top ten. I just like too many princess movies. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, that's definitely really high, though. That's mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. I also think, in ter- if we're talking, like, princes still, like, yeah. Flynn Rider and Naveen both have a lot of, like, their own stuff going on. Yeah. I still feel, well, I'm hoping, like, Splash Mountain getting rebranded is going to help with the whole Princess and the Frog situation. Because I feel like it's still not, like, it never really was that popular. Yeah. And I don't understand, because every time I watch it, I like it more and more. Yeah. And Tiana's, like... One of the most, like, if you're going to look up to one of the princesses. Yes. It's like, that's the one. She works so hard. Yeah. And I feel like her struggles are so, like, realistic. Right. And, like, relatable more so than some of these other people. Because, I mean, like, none of us know what it's like to be a mermaid wanting to be a human. (laughs) Right. If anything, we know the reverse. And she's a princess. Like, she's rich. She's fine. Like, she doesn't need to deal with, like... She's doing okay. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, she, yeah, like, she... She does have her own problems, but, like, I don't know, like, when you're a kid, they make sense. Like, these are problems that she... And I feel like, like, Cinderella is, like, she's suffering. Yeah. But she's not suffering, like, in a very relatable way. Right. <laughs> hopefully. But, like, Tiana, it's, like, I feel like so many people can relate to her. And, yeah. And, like, she literally, like, does everything for herself. Mm-hmm. Like, gets the restaurant. Like, all that. And I'm just, like, that's so inspiring. Yeah. And I feel like that movie is... Still, like, people don't really talk about that much, and it bothers me. Um, so that's an underrated, that's probably the most underrated print. Which is odd because it's so new. Yeah. Like, comparatively, for it to be so underrated. And then a year later, Tangled came out. Yeah. And Tangled blew up. 
And I feel yeah. like it's like, oh, it's, everything's about Rapunzel. Which yeah. makes sense because Tangled is amazing. But I, I do Tangled. think I like it almost as much. I like Princess and the Frog almost as much as I like Tangled. But Tangled's mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Princess and the Frog isn't, and it's annoying. I think Tangled, in a weird, okay, so Beauty and the Beast is always my favorite princess mm-hmm. movie. And then Tangled came out, and Rapunzel shot up to, like, being one of my all-time favorite princesses. Mm-hmm. And her movie, well, also, Zachary Levi is in it. So I was like, yes. And so, yes, the whole movie is just amazing. And Maximus? Oh, my God. <sighs> he is the king of the horses. Yes. I love him so much. He yeah. makes me laugh so hard. I know. And then the whole thing where he, like, gets the wanted poster and just... Paper shredder. Paper shredder. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? Yeah, this is so good. And then he sword fights. He's the definition of determined. He is. Yeah, I yeah. just... He's great. Yeah, and then so that whole movie is just kind of out of nowhere. I was Like, it, like, shot up to, like, my top five. And what's weird is I don't think I saw that in theaters either. I don't think I did either. I don't know what... Why did we stop going to the movie I theaters? I no idea. <laughs> to see Disney movies of, like, Disney princess movies are coming out and I'm not seeing them? Like, <laughs> who am I? What's happening? Maybe it was because, like, I don't know, like, we didn't have our own money yet and our parents didn't necessarily want to go see these movies. See, I feel like my mom would have That's true. Your mom would have. I don't know. My mom probably would have, too. She loves Tangled. But I don't know if she would have gone to see it unless I had gone to see it and then came mm. back and was like, Mom, you need to see Tangled. Yeah, um, I don't know what's up with that, but... I, mean, I don't know. And then I would argue Frozen came out mm. and surpassed Tangled. And Frozen is still, like, everywhere surpassed to this day. Frozen in terms... Oh, sorry. Sur- Frozen surpassed Tangled in terms of, like media. Yeah, like it was everywhere and... For me though, I still think Tangled is the better movie. No offense to Frozen. Or at least to me, I enjoy it more. I just really like Elsa, but I think I like Elsa more than I like the movie. But Tangled, like, it's just a beautiful, glorious movie. The lanterns. I know, it's so pretty. And like, I love Mother Gothel. Like, she's so dramatic and her song is amazing and... Yeah, that's, that's a really good movie. It's so good. And you gave me a lantern candle for Christmas. I did. And I use that all the time, just like to light up my room, and it just makes me so happy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's, that's all for me on table. <laughs> um, but we should talk about Pocahontas, because you mentioned it, and I was like, I completely forgot. Yes, I, I love Pocahontas yes. more than most people, I think. And I don't know, I feel like it's kind of controversial, because it's kind of, mm-hmm. like, hunchback in the sense of, like, why, why like, do you really want to try and yeah. make this into, like, a kid's movie? They're blatantly just rewriting history. Yeah. But, like, I guess if you just think of it as, like, the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love her. And Miko. <laughs> and... Percy. Percy <laughs> with his freaking cherries in the bathtub. Yes. Like, there's just so many good moments. And I mm-hmm. think... I just really like Pocahontas as a character, and like it's so woodsy, and her hair is flowing mm-hmm. at all times. Yes, and she—I don't know—I just really like that movie, and the music's really good. Mm-hmm. Grandmother Willow. Grandmother Willow is so sassy. Yes. Yeah. So that's—it's a very odd one. <laughs> I feel like it's probably low on most people's list, mm-hmm. but I really like Pocahontas. And hey, the opening song helped us pass the U.S. history exam. Yes, it did. In 1607. I was like, I will never forget when Jamestown was founded. Thank That's you. That's it. 1607. 1607. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Um, and then um, I think we had talked about it back then because we were talking about how that song helped both of us. Um, but that that movie starts off with a big ship on the waves and so does Ariel with and, Fathoms Below and it's just a chorus of men and singing. And I always forget Ariel starts off that way. Yeah. 
Like, it it seems so, like, it has nothing to do with Ariel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. But Fathom Below, Below is a good song. It's a very good song. I prefer it over the 1647 one. Yeah. But I feel like it's probably, I feel like, I don't know why. I know these were made, like, years apart, but it feels like it's the same, they have the same chorus of men somewhere in yeah. a room, and they're like, hey, we need you over here to sing this one about Jamestown. And they're like, cool. And then they go back to their <laughs> room. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Pocahontas... It's just a really pretty movie. It is. And they cut all the leaves. Yes. And then they circle her at the end, <laughs> and then they flow away. Yes. Makes me emo. <laughs> um, I also think we should talk about 101 Dalmatians. Oh, yeah. Because I know you love that, and okay. I've had a complicated history with it, and now I like it. <laughs> yes, let's discuss. So, tell me about your, your 101 Dalmatian childhood. Okay. Well... I always loved puppies watching TV. And the one that, was it Patches? Who was always, like, in the way? No, it was Lucky. Lucky. Lucky was always in the way. Um, which is also kind of like a dark moment when you think Lucky, the little puppy, at the very beginning, is not going to live. Oh, I know. And then Roger, you know, like, m- makes him alive again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he really just got, like, him in a dish towel and then that yeah. does magic. <laughs> But yeah, Lucky, when Lucky's like in the way, and then he gets, uh, I don't remember what show they're watching. It's about the dog. And then the canine crunchies. Like, the music comes on. Um, But that was always like one of my favorite parts. And then um, I really liked, for whatever reason, it's, I distinctly remember really enjoying the part where they're all in the old house after Jasper and Horace have kidnapped them. Mm -hmm. And then I think Rolly goes after the, the sandwich. There's a sandwich, and he's just, he tries to get the sandwich and pulls all the meat out of it, and then he just bites into bread. I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I never really watched the live-action version, but I we watched the second live-action one, which had Oddball, the one without any spots. That was, We watched that one a lot, actually. Mm. Um, but the original animated one was always just really cute. And mm-hmm. Like, the beginning, when he's looking at all the people who look like their dogs. Yes. <laughs> See, I, for some reason, I don't think I ever really watched it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I watched the live action one, but not the animated one, really. Hmm. And then I got it in my head that it was, like, sad. Like, I oh. thought I thought that it was sad. And so I never really watched it until, like, I think, like, randomly in high school or something. I was like, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> and I was, like, prepping myself. Because I was like, oh my god, <laughs> there's so many dogs. It's gonna be sad. Oh. Somehow. Like, some of them are gonna actually get made into a coat? No, like, just... Like, there, there has to be some casualties oh, if there's okay. that many dogs. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, something's gonna happen. And then I was, like, so surprised <laughs> that <laughs> something super sad didn't happen. Yeah. And, like, I love Anita and Roger. Yes. Like, especially now that, like, I'm older. They're like, so cute. They're so cute. And, yeah, like you said, with him, like, looking out and everyone looks like their dog. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really cute. But then just, like, I really like Cruella de Vil as, like, a villain. Not really her objective, <laughs> but, like, she's just so, like, eccentric, and I love her. And so now... She has a lot of personality for yeah. her. Yeah. And so now I'm like, I mean, that's, like, my go-to Halloween costume, <laughs> even though I don't really know that movie that well. But I just remember being like, I wish I hadn't put off watching it. Like, mm. I could have been watching it so much more. But I don't know, for some reason... I think because I'm, I'm, like, Lady and the Tramp is sad... Like, there's so many animal movies that are sad yeah. that I just figured that one at some point would be sad. And I was like, it's dogs, so mm-hmm. it's going to be even more sad, like, right. for me. So, but now I'm like, that movie's literally, like, it's so good. I like it. Yeah, I remember when we went to watch Lady and the Tramp together. Because I think you said you'd only maybe I think seen I saw it one. once. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and this was, like, a year or two ago. 
and was like, we're going to watch Lady of the Tramp. Um, and you were asking me, like, on a scale of, like, well, Lion King being the most sad, mm-hmm. I think. And I guess Bambi and Dumbo would also be up there on that scale. Yeah, I think <laughs> like that scale how... was, like, was, like, Stitch in the Rain. Ah, yes. To Mufasa. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we at? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember... Because um, I remember I used to get really sad about Trusty getting hit by the wagon. Mm. But then literally the next scene is Christmas, and he's like, he's got a cast, but mm. he's fine. But also, like, it does look like Trusty is going to die at the end. Mm-hmm. The way the camera is. And then there's a howl, and you think he's dead. Um, and I was like, should I rate it higher so you'll be prepared? Or should I rate it lower because he doesn't actually die? It was kind of a return to me situation. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, should I tell... You, that he's going to be fine, but that might spoil something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and then I think whatever I had rated it, at the afterward, you were like, it was fine. And I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember being surprised because I had it in my head that that one was, like, really sad, too. Yeah. I think I just grouped them all with, like, Dumbo and Bambi. Which, which makes sense. sense. I mean, I'm like, any older one that I haven't seen yet <laughs> is automatically going to be sad. <laughs> and that's why I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Not just because I just haven't. But yeah, I... I feel like I definitely missed out on some some years with 101 Dalmatians, mm. though. Another one I watched a decent amount, too, was Peter Pan. Oh, yeah. Because I love Smee. Yes. And when Captain he's, like, Smee. shaving Captain Hook, like, that's one of the best <laughs> he's shaving the bird. moments. And then he <laughs> literally thinks he, like, yeah. decapitated him. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes looking for the head. I'm like, like, <laughs> like weirdly calmly, too. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you really think... And the mermaids, I love the mermaids. Oh, yes. I, it took me forever to realize, sorry, with Smee still, Mm -hmm. um, that he mixes up the shorten the powder, double the fuse. It's double the powder, shorten the fuse. And he just, I just took me, he's got doc vibes. He, I was about to say that. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, I just, I just, yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Um, and Captain Hook's funny, the crocodile. And then, like, I love, like, Wendy, like, all the kids I thought were, like, really cute. Michael. Animated Michael. So adorable. He's so cute. With his little teddy bear. I know. And when the, the fairy dust is putting, like, raining down, and mm-hmm. he's just like, what is this? It's because it was so weird, because, like, Tinkerbell is, like, so famous. Yeah. But she's, like, not even one of my favorite characters in the animated one. Yeah. Which is odd. And I feel like, well, I've only seen the first Tinkerbell movie, mm-hmm. but I feel like she's not as angry and sassy as she is in Peter Pan. Yeah. Which I'm not mad about, but, because <laughs> she, she gets a little too angry and sassy sometimes, yeah. I think, in Peter Pan. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's such an interesting one, though. I really wish they'd take out that whole song that I'm not going to mention. But <laughs> that whole plot point and just have it be like a pirate mermaid island. Yeah. Um... Because that's what stops me from watching it a lot, even though I could just fast forward it. But there's some parts of that movie that it just feels like such classic Disney. Yeah. Like, it makes me think of Disneyland. Like, yeah. when I think of animated Peter Pan, I'm like, I want to go to Disneyland. Because yeah. <laughs> the ride is so good. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah. Um, they could make some edits, but... They could make edits. <laughs> like, flying um, over London. Yeah. Like, it's so magical. And then it's in Phantasmic, too, mm-hmm. with the Peter Pan epic. boat. I yes. love that. Um, and then Pixie Dust in general just feels very Disney. Yes, it does. Um, you know what I have forgotten to mention? What? As a very underrated movie, but a movie that I really like. Treasure Planet. That's true. Treasure Planet. Um, and I, because Pyrus, I reminded Mm -hmm. myself. (laughs) But, um, yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. It doesn't get talked about enough. No, it doesn't. Um, Morph is adorable. Morph's my favorite. (laughs) B-E-N is funny. Um, he gets, he's kind of a lot as an adult, but like as a kid, I was like, he's really funny. 
But yeah, there's just some good visuals of like. Oh yeah. And it's the whole aesthetic of like pirate ships in space. Yeah. Not spaceships in space. Right. That's like that's a cool time. Yeah, I feel like I like that one more as I got older because I feel like for a long time I just lumped it in with Lilo and Stitch mm. and Atlantis. Oh like, my god. The three of those were like just ones that I just never really watched. Mm-hmm. But I do think Treasure Planet's my favorite out of those three. Because it, yeah, it is really good. Plus, I feel like once you know the story of Treasure Island, it adds a lot to Treasure Planet. Yeah. Because as a kid, I was like, I don't... I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it feels kind of like you can tell that you're supposed to have some context, I think, before right. you go into it. But, yeah, the visuals of that are yeah. insane. When I was in Treasure Island in the theater production, I kept, like, referring back to Treasure Planet. Like, when we had, we had mm. Ben, and I was like, ah, oh, yes, the robot. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, like, things like that. I mean, I'd also grown up with Muppet Treasure Island, mm-hmm. so that was also coming back to me. But yeah, like, knowing about Treasure Island, because I have read the book since I have seen Treasure Planet, going back to watch Treasure Planet, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah it's good stuff. <laughs> so, mm. one that I definitely don't want to forget to mention is the infamous Lion King 2 Simba's Prime. <laughs> Which I think my mom, that's like her least favorite Disney movie, even though she's never seen it, just because we would not stop talking. Well, not we would not stop talking, but remember the freaking trivia cards you brought on the road trip? Oh, yeah. And all the answers are always something to do with Lion King (laughs) 2 Simba's Pride? Because the Disney trivia game, okay, because we grew up with the, like, Disney trivial pursuit, and it was in the gold Mm -hmm. um, film real kind of box. That's the one we grew up with, and then that, that had stuff about, like, the Apple Dumpling Gang and Pollyanna and mm-hmm. the one with the cat. I don't remember. But, yeah, so, like, and so, like, older movies and then, like, you know, the classic Disney animated ones. And then we got, at a yard sale, Disney Trivia 2, which the majority of the cards were about Dinosaur or Lion King 2. I'm pretty sure because those films were coming out that mm, year. Yes. Um, I've seen Dinosaur, like, once a long time ago. And I haven't seen it since, and thought it was a little bit weird. Just maybe just because the animation was a little bit weird. Um, but Lion King two, all of the questions were about Lion King two, and we were we took I took the cards to Disneyland. Or yeah, on I think it was trip? a road trip to Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. It's just funny because I don't think my mom's ever seen it. But like, mm-hmm. if I mention it, she's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. You, me, and, and Adrian have a weird thing with with Lion King two. We do. Pride. I I personally would rather watch that than the first one just because it's not as sad. That's true. But it's just like just like classic kind of subpar um, <laughs> songs in there that are like not That's sad. Subpar. Uh, They're jams. They're like a kind of lamer version of like you know you have like a Hakuna Matata song. Oh, that's fair. And the Independence like, song is yeah, and then like a Circle of Life, like a sad cousin of the Circle of Life. <laughs> He lives in you. I love that song. Okay, well, that's a good he one. He lives in you. And I think it's that's good. in the... I thought it was in the Broadway Lion King, too. Oh, I think it is. Yeah. So that might... So that obviously as... made it... Yeah. It's obviously deemed good enough, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's just... It's like... It's not the greatest, but I like... I do enjoy watching it. Yeah. In its, I mean... In its subparness. Lion King is basically Hamlet. Yes. And this one is basically Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. But I was coming home from Alaska for winter break, and you lived in the town that the airport was in. So you were going to pick me up, and I was going to hang out with you and your husband for a couple days, and then you were moving back to our hometown. So I was just going to help you move and then go home then. And that was fun because my parents are usually the ones to pick me up. 
I felt so like like I've never adulted harder than like, picking someone up at the airport. I was yeah. like, I've never done this. Yeah, I very much appreciate it. Yeah, that's like that's always like a, a daunting undertaking. You have to worry about the traffic right. and then where what get, what door are they coming out of? Like where are they going to be? Um, and then even if you find the right door. The security people come on, like, you need to drive on, yeah. and then you're stuck in airport loops of road. Like, yep. you don't know where you're going. Can you get back to where you came from? Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe you'll just end up on the tarmac and launch yourself into space. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> like, you don't know. But yeah, so, um, so that was cool, because you, like, picked me up, and I hadn't slept for, like, because it was a long, it was, like, a nine-hour trip with layover stuff. So I was very tired, and then, like, we were hanging out, and it was, like, three, four days mm-hmm. of just hanging out. And so we decided to watch Lion King 2. And because I loved it as a kid, because Kiara, mm-hmm. I was like, this is a female lead. It is nice. She's spunky. Yeah. Like, this is great. Um, Timon and Pumbaa are back. Like, mm-hmm. all of, like, it's good. Um, and then your husband is also one of his movies that he liked when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hadn't seen it, or you'd only seen it once. I think I'd only seen it once. Yeah, and we were like, we will show you. Show me what I'm missing. Show you, yeah. See if it holds up still. Because that was another thing. It was like, we hadn't seen it in so long. I think like, it, it I would up. argue it does hold up. Thank you. Yeah, I think so. Um, as a as a lesser sequel. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely holds, there's definitely worse Disney sequels out there. That's true. And that's not one of them. Um, it's no Aladdin and the Prince of Thieves. <laughs> no, that, I, that has no right to be that good. <laughs> Um, it's good. But, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it's okay, though. It's yeah. there. Um, but the song that when he gets exiled... One of us. One of us. <laughs> we were singing that at each other for, like, two days after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's constantly almost stuck in my head to this yes. day. Like, I think about it way more than <laughs> normal people would. It was very much call and response. Like, yes. from, the end of, <laughs> from the next room, your husband would suddenly sing, like deception and then like from the other room we'd sing disgrace and then we just keep going it was a lot yes. and we practically memorized the song mm-hmm. um and yeah like to this day it is still obviously has a fun place in our hearts mm-hmm. this song <laughs> yes and kovu the guy who does the voice of him is the same guy who does the voice of max in the goofy movie right which is a weird time but yeah yeah because i definitely associate his voice as max and then i see <laughs> kovu and i'm like that's that's this is weird. Interesting. <laughs> Literally a mini scar. <laughs> Which we were arguing because we couldn't figure out. Because um, I think uh, Adrian had remembered that he was Scar's son. And I had remembered that he wasn't. Or vice versa. And I thought he was. Yeah. And it was very unclear because I think. I thought it wasn't. I thought it was stated somewhere that Scar wasn't his dad. But she wanted him to take the place of Scar. But then when we rewatched it. I was like oh it's kind of clear that this is indeed it's still the fact that it's kind of clear is annoying (laughs) i'm like just say it yeah he looks exactly like scar (laughs) why else did you make him look like that and it's like what other reason would she have for wanting this kid specifically to grow up and be scar's replacement right (laughs) (laughs) she just picked a kid um because her other kids who i don't think are related to scar or are they i assume not Mm. but I don't know. I mean the older one. I don't know his history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole thing is, is quite odd. Mm-hmm. It was unclear. And I don't. I thought we had come to a conclusion, but I don't know. I, I think I just decided in my head that he was Garson. Okay. Because <laughs> what other... Why else would he look like that? I don't know. It makes no sense. Lions look alike. 
Scar does not look like any other lion from the Lion King. <laughs> That's true. And then there's this random tiny lion, <laughs> and you're gonna tell me that he's not related to Scar when he looks exactly. But I mean, I I don't know. I think like Scar was already dead when Kofu was born. Right. I guess he could have been. That timeline makes no sense either, It though. doesn't. No. Because Simba is already having a kid. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, I true. Guess. I guess it could make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? That's not what... The point is, that's not what you want to be worried about when you're watching Lion <laughs> King 2. Because it also introduces the question of, like, are they related? Which does not matter, I guess, in the Animal Kingdom. But um, for human viewers, it's yeah. a little bit disturbing. Maybe more than a little bit. <laughs> But yeah, okay. So, with all this discussion, if you had to unofficially make a top five, like, animated Disney movie list, what would they be? Goodness. And they don't need to be, like, number one, two, three. Like, you don't need to rank them within the five. I, I probably will. <laughs> I probably will. Okay, well. <laughs> Just because that's... I have difficulty making decisions, so... <laughs> okay, well, first of all, first for me is Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Second for me is probably Mulan. Mm-hmm. Third is probably Tangled. And I've used Disney princesses for the first three, so there's that. Mad <laughs> <laughs> <Not> respect. <laughs> so for four and five is tough. Because there's so many that are nostalgic. And that they're also different. Like, how can I compare, yeah. like, Oliver and Company to Sword in the Stone? Right. They're complete. Yeah. Uh, and it also depends on my mood a lot. Like, what do I want to watch right now? Um, but I would say probably Lady and the Tramp would probably have to mm-hmm. be up there. Maybe. I probably well, would pick that one for you. That's definitely top ten. I don't know about top five because there's just so many. But no, you're right. Like that is that's also based on nostalgia because I loved that movie as a kid. Hmm. Do you want to jump in with your top three and then I'll come back to you with the <laughs> sure. four to five? <laughs> Sorry. So my number one, obviously Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Number two, obviously Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> that's easy. Number three. That's a tricky one. Right. After one, two, and three. Well, yeah. I haven't even gotten to three. That's true. It's hard because you have the issue of, like, I really like, like, a character. Right. But I don't love, like, I love Snow White, but I'm, like, that movie as a whole, I'm, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it makes it in my top five. Yeah. Um, maybe Mulan. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm stopping my my ranking within that. So those are my top two. (laughs) But then the other three, I'm not going to rank within themselves. Mm -hmm. But I think Mulan's in my top five. It's Pocahontas. Pocahontas is in like, my top five. Yeah. And then we have all princess movies. So oh, probably Emperor's New Groove. Oh, dang it. Or <laughs> yeah, Aristocats. Oh, no. Yeah, Aristocats, I feel like, has to be in there. You watch that at least once a year. I do. Okay. Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, <laughs> Aristocats, uh-huh. Emperor's New Groove, and Pocahontas. Nice. Mulan would get bumped to my top ten. That makes sense. Okay. Yes. I feel like that's pretty accurate for me. And okay. almost all the other princess ones would make up my top ten. Like Beauty and the Beast. Like, those would all be there, too. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. okay. I think I got it. Okay. Okay. Beauty and the Beast is one. Mulan is two. Tangled is three. Mm-hmm. Aladdin is four. Hmm. And Princess and the Frog is five. Ooh! Yeah. Nice. So they're all, they all have princesses in them. <laughs> but that's yeah, why I we're friends. <laughs> I think that's, that's it. Because, like, I mean, Aladdin, we watched that a lot, and... That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. And Princess and the Frog, like, I love her song, and I love the villain song. Yes. Um, and then just the whole, like, fireflies out there, and it's, and then the bottles in the tree are so pretty. Mm-hmm. I like it. And Tiana's amazing. But I really wanted to throw in, like, Oliver and Company or Sword in the Stone or Treasure Planet. I feel like these are all top ten. Yeah. 
And then you were like, Emperor's New Groove, and I was like, shoot, I forgot about that one. I know, I so. never think of it, but then I'm like, I, I'm never not in the mood to watch that. That's true. Like, that movie makes me laugh so hard, That's so good. I feel like it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> good times. These are our top fives. Yeah. And our thoughts in general. Tweet us your top fives. Yes. Let us know if we have forgotten to talk about a very important movie. Uh, I'm and, sure we have. <laughs> yeah, we definitely... There's so many. There's so many. We didn't talk about any of the new, new ones. No. Um, we didn't talk about Winnie the Pooh or Brother Bear. What is there to say about <laughs> Brother Bear? Um, Come on. But yeah. And, you know, there's there's just the there's Big Hero 6. Planes. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anyone who loves planes, but... <laughs> But yeah, this is, this is, these are our thoughts on Disney movies. Um, maybe we should do another episode sometime about, like, Disney sequels. Because we didn't really get to talk about any sequels. And from... we've seen mo- most of them, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be definitely, I would, I would do that. Yeah, that'd There's be enough fun. to say, I Maybe, think. like, season three. <laughs> yeah. I can talk about Morgana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's our jam this week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>